0: Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read the case, Hobbs v. State, 650, SW2D449, Texas Court of Appeals, 1982. How are you, friends? If you're not good, I plan to make you good by advancing the First Amendment today through our discussion of this obscenity trial. If you're already good, I plan to make it better. What occurred in this trial? Let's read from the record. It says quote This is an appeal from a conviction for promotion of obscene material in violation of Texas Penal Code annotated forty three twenty one and forty three twenty three C. Vernon Sub nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty three. The appellant was arrested and charged by information was selling an obscene magazine to J.P. Hugo, a Houston police officer assigned to the Houston Police Department Vice Division. On the appellant's plea of not guilty, the case was tried to a jury and a verdict of guilty was returned. The court assessed his punishment at 30 days confinement in jail. End quote. J.P. Hugo sounds like a familiar name sounds like I may have run across that name in one of these other obscenity trials or more than one of these other obscenity trials. 30 days in jail is too much for me. He doesn't deserve that. That is bad, bad, bad. They don't make any mention of a fine. So I don't know if he was fined or not. Usually they are. But maybe he was and they just didn't mention it for some reason. So let's continue reading. It says, "Quote: The record reflects that on September 8, 1981, Officer Hugo purchased an allegedly obscene magazine from the appellant at his place of business, known as Sun Adults Theater, located at 7220 Airline, Houston, Harris County, Texas, for the sum of $26.50. Officer Hugo appeared before a Harris County, Texas, magistrate, Judge McNeil, Judge Neil McKay, and said under oath that after having viewed." The magazine in its entirety. It was determined that the magazine meets the standard of obscenity. As defined in section 4321. At sequence. Of the Texas Penal Code. End quote. 2650. That. Might testify. How good the magazine is. It's not like it was five dollars. Not some cheap magazine. So maybe the magazine was quality. They don't mention the name of the magazine. Here. I love when they mention the name. This trial centers on Mr. Hugo there because in court he behaved inappropriately. Yes, a police officer. As the record states, it says, quote, We express concern about a number of outbursts by the state's key witness, Officer Hugo, who during the course of the trial made numerous unresponsive answers which were highly prejudicial to the appellant and were obviously calculated to deny appellant the fair trial. We are particularly concerned with the following scenario. Which developed as examination. Of Officer Hugo by appellant's defense. Attorney Roy Bean. End quote. In these obscenity trials. They don't usually print. The court records verbatim. So this is something interesting. So let me go through this. So you can get an idea of what was said. Quote, Diner News, 240 Westheimer Adult Bookstore sells sexually explicit adult-orientated literature. I made numerous cases in there also, yes. Kirby Newsstand, 24-hour adult newsstand, 3115 Kirby Drive. The store sells sexually explicit adult-orientated literature. Is that true? Yes. We arrested many people in there for homosexual acts. Your Honor, we asked that Mr. Hugo. Yes, just answer the question, please, sir. Don't volunteer something that's not called for. We would like... We would ask that the jury be instructed to disregard the last comment of Mr. Hugo. Yes, the jury will disregard the last remark. Now proceed, counsel. Your Honor, we would ask for a mistrial based upon the witness's misconduct. That will be denied, counsel. Proceed. Are there 7-Eleven type stores in Houston that sell various sexually orientated magazines? Are you talking in regards to Playboy and Hustler, Playboy, Hustler, Club, any of that type of news list of magazines? Magazines that aren't illegal, that's correct. Objection, Your Honor. Again, Mr. Overruled Counsel, please know our exception. You asked for a lot of this. Go ahead. That's your determination, is it not personal determination? State's determination. That's your personal determination. No. Your Honor, I object. Counsel is arguing with the witness. Yes, don't argue with the witness. Ask questions. I'm attempting to, Your Honor. Sir, I'm attempting to. Attempting to what, Counsel? To ask questions to the witness. Well, let's do it. And he's being quite unresponsive. You're educated. You know how to ask a question. Don't argue with the witness. Mr. Hugo is also educated, Your Honor. Just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, retire to the jury room for just a minute. The jury leaves the courtroom in custody of the bailiff. Now, counsel, I will not tolerate another remark like that. I don't intend to. Do you understand that? I understand, Your Honor. Now, you got a law license. Behave yourself like a lawyer. I've been attempting to. I'm attempting to get a straight answer out of Mr. Hugo. I will not have you badgering the witness or arguing with the witness or arguing with the court. Now, you can take your exceptions and go to the Supreme Court with them. May I put it in the record, Your Honor, that I have no numerous occasions to ask the court to instruct the witness to be responsive and not throw an unresponsive prejudice of matters such as diner News. He has arrested people in homosexual conduct at that location. Oh, yes, it's in the record. It's in the record, counsel. I'm warning you to behave yourself, counsel, and I'm not going to do it again. Do you understand? Yes, Your Honor, I understand. End quote. So, friends, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? Unfortunately, the lawyer on our side is fighting. He's not lying down to this. So we applaud him for that. The appellant got arrested unjustly under unjust laws. So the attorney's doing a good thing here. I don't always like everything defense attorneys do, but in this type of case, I'm with the defense attorney. So the court here suggests the following, quote, the unresponsive statements by Officer Hugo were clearly prejudicial In that, the statement concerning homosexual activities in the one location were clearly thrown in by the witness in an attempt to paint with a broad brush in order to connect all adult bookstores with the alleged homosexual conduct and the implication that homosexual conduct is created by adult bookstores. Additionally, it is heir to admit evidence of another offense when the defendant is not shown to be party guilty of the offense. End quote. Well said. And they also state, quote, the court's instruction was not sufficient to remove the harmful effect of the testimony deliberately volunteered by Officer Hugo end quote. and they continue. they say quote, the incident in the trial court was unfortunate, and Officer Hugo's answer were unresponsive hearsay implicating the appellant in a crime for which he is not charged. The witness's voluntary statement regarding homosexual activity had the effect of telling the jury either the appellant was promoting homosexual activity or that the homosexual activity is created by adult bookstores. End quote. And they talk about what they call collateral crimes. They reference another court decision which says, Quote, Evidence of other crimes committed by the accused may be admitted, however, where such evidence is shown to be both material and relevant to the contested issue in the case. Thus, before evidence of collateral crimes is admissible, a relationship between such evidence and the evidence necessary to prove that the accused committed the crime for which he stands charged must be shown." And they argue here, there is no evidence that that's the case here. They suggest that there should have been a mistrial, as they say, quote, therefore, quote, upon our careful review of the record, we do not see any of these exceptions are applicable, and we can only conclude that the opposite mention of any alleged extraneous offenses were merely calculated to inflame the minds of the jury in order to deny the appellant a fair trial. Therefore, we hold that the trial court erred in overruling appellant's motion for a mistrial. To hold otherwise would only encourage this type of improper conduct in the future. Such inflammatory and prejudicial unresponsive statements by a police officer who should know better should not and will not be tolerated and condoned by the courts of Texas. In the event of retrial, we suggest that the greater effort be employed by the court and seeing that witnesses, especially police officers, restrain themselves in this respect. Unresponsive comments by witnesses have no place in the courtroom tend to militate against an atmosphere which is favorable to the fair trial for an accused. End quote. Yes, laying down the law. I like to see that. A fair trial is a cornerstone principle of our judicial system. So when it's denied... It is a tragedy. Good thing the lawyer fought here, and good thing they filed for appeal. Some people would just take whatever the judge says, but no, these people did the right thing, and the court of appeals saw the error in the judge and the police officer. So let that be a lesson to us. Let that be a lesson. And they ultimately conclude the following, quote, The judgment of the trial court is reversed, and this cause is remanded to the trial court for proceedings not consistent with our holding. End quote. Hooray. Yes. Woohoo. Good job. Defendant and defendant's attorney here, you took this to a higher level and you won a victory. As I read these trials, I see what tactics people do and I think. I might have to use that someday. So I'm learning from all these people who have stood before us in a court of law fighting for their right to sell magazines or films or books that others may not like. So let's emulate Hobbes here. I don't know if Hobbes had any heinous offense in his past But if he didn't, let's assume he is headed to First First Amendment heaven. If he is still alive, if he's dead, let's assume he's already there. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.